Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of BBP News. I'm Nicholas Rod. Chris Baker's here with me, and we are back for another Friday morning episode. Chris, start us off like we always do by giving us the weather headed into this weekend. In Los Angeles, California, it is sunny 66 with a sunny weekend. In Houston, Texas, it is raining 45 with a rainy weekend. In Chicago, Illinois, it is cloudy today with a high of 28 degrees and sun throughout the weekend. And in New York City, it is also raining like it is in Houston. Mm. It is 43 degrees and a sunny weekend with clouds moving in Sunday afternoon. All right, all right. Well, Nick, we are going to be skipping the intro for this wonderful Friday morning. Um, You know, we'll be back next Friday with another great poll that I found, but we have some breaking news that we have to get into this morning. Yes, we do, and there's a lot of going on, a lot of details, so let's jump right in. You want to start us off? Absolutely. I'm sure you've all heard by now, but the invasion into Ukraine has begun. Several large blasts were heard in Ukraine around 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time Wednesday night. This came after Vladimir Putin announced a special military operation late Wednesday night. In his speech, he announced he wanted to destabilize Ukraine's military, and he also wanted other countries to be aware that any attempt to interfere could lead to consequences never seen before. This move brings to what the United States intelligence agencies have been saying would happen for weeks now. Vladimir Putin says he needs to protect the people that live in the eastern part of Ukraine that he just recently deemed independent republics. The backlash has been swift and bipartisan. The UN Security Council held an emergency meeting Wednesday night, full-heartedly condemning Russia and the members working with Putin. UN members all delivered the same message that Russia will pay and will be held responsible for this war. President Biden tweeted out Wednesday saying Russia alone is responsible for the death and destruction this attack will bring. And the United States and its allies and partners will respond in a united and decisive way. The world will hold Russia accountable. President Biden spoke to the G7 members yesterday morning. Now, let's recap what led up to the attack Wednesday night. Russian troops as of Tuesday are now on the move, pushing into Ukraine after the declaration from Vladimir Putin early Tuesday. Sanctions have already been issued, and the concern both inside Ukraine and around the world have increased. In the eastern part of Ukraine, there is a little part between Russia and Ukraine. It is under separatist control, and that meaning there are territories in this area that some identify with Ukraine and others identify with Russia, but the two locations both identify with Russia. Tuesday, President Putin signed a proclamation declaring those two areas independent republics, even though they technically fall in the borders of Ukraine. This is problematic because back in 2014 and 2015, Russia and Ukraine agreed to what is known as the Minsk peace deal that included at the time a ceasefire. And a more brokered plan by France and Germany agreeing Ukraine would give those same two separatist areas special status. But in return, Russia had to give Ukraine its borders back and remove forces from the area. 
But Russia continued to deny to even having forces in the area, and at the end of the day, the deal stalled. After Tuesday, the move by Putin to declare those two independent republics gives Putin more access to move his troops forward into Ukraine, and he has already given that order. He says those military forces are there for peacekeeping purposes. That move prompted President Biden to impose sanctions that prohibit any U.S. investment in that breakaway region. The White House says these are the first steps. More swift and severe economic sanctions would come if Putin makes any more moves. The European Union and UK also vowed to impose sanctions over Tuesday's move by Russia. For weeks, Ukraine tried to tone down what was happening, but Tuesday night they asked for an emergency meeting with the UN Security Council to discuss Putin's move, and the president of Ukraine went on TV demanding Putin be held responsible and was asking for more sanctions on Russia. Tuesday, the president had secure calls with the German chancellor and the president of France, along with Ukraine's president, ahead of announcing his first round of sanctions. Getting into the sanctions themselves, severe sanctions have now been brought down on Russia after Tuesday's actions by Putin. And Russian troops are now moving into Ukraine. But a lot of people are wondering, are these sanctions actually going to stop Vladimir Putin? Well, the short answer is probably not in the short term, but that doesn't mean the sanctions will not hurt Putin and members around him. With that being said, it doesn't mean more severe sanctions will not be coming in the near future. Starting off, you need to understand what sanctions are. In the easy terms, they are financial punishments that international community can impose on other countries for certain behaviors like human rights violations or invasions. Sanctions are used as an alternative to military force. These punishments can come in lots of different forms, including restrictions on exports that the country being punished wants other countries to buy, denial of foreign assistance, loan or investment to that country, or blocking foreign assets from that country. Lots of foreign governments and foreign nations have their money in the United States and they make a lot of money that way. And the United States government can in return seize that money in the event sanctions are being imposed. And the United States sanctions can be imposed by Congress, the president, or both. The sanctions the president announced Wednesday involve the full blocking of two Russian banks and cutting them off from the West, freezing their assets. The president also imposed sanctions on Putin and the elite in Russia along with their families. These specific elites have specific association with the financial impact of Putin's moves and his information strategy. The idea is by cutting off their money flow from the US, those elites will then put pressure on Putin to back down so their personal money power doesn't get diminished. Whether Putin cares about that is really anyone's guess. Another big sanction Wednesday came from the German government. They shut down the completion of Nord Stream 2 gas pipeline between Russia and Germany. At least for now, the two countries were counting on that to bring in lots of money for both of their economies every year. Because of Germany's announcement, that is now no longer happening. The UK also levied sanctions on Russian banks and three additional elites. 
President Biden said Wednesday these sanctions are meant to hurt Russia, but there may be some kickback here in the U.S. He said defending freedom will have its price tag. He says he is working with our world partners to limit our impact, but with that being said, a barrel of oil reached the $100 mark for the first time since 2014. There has been lots of talks and rumors of a possible United States military draft coming. The idea of that really happening is far-fetched and most likely it won't. But if it does, here's what you need to know. The last United States draft was in 1973, almost 50 years ago. And under the current situation with Russia, there is absolutely no reason for a military draft in this country because the president and the Pentagon have repeatedly said that the United States military is not fighting a war in Ukraine. Right now, the United States service members are in the Eastern Europe is to defend our NATO allies that share a border with Ukraine. The president keeps saying they are not there for a combat mission and said we have no intentions of fighting with Russia. But Putin is unpredictable and wants to expand Russia's footprint possibly beyond Ukraine. And that's what is concerning to many people. A draft is officially called Selective Service System. It is the constitutionally backed and Supreme Court upheld mechanism that requires almost all male U.S. citizens and male immigrants who are in this country between the ages of 18 and 25 to register. There are very few, almost no exceptions, and if you fail to register, it is a felony. Under current law, women are not required to register for the draft, but there has been some talks of removing gender from the equation and just making everyone 18 to 25 register. In the event of a breach in national security that requires a draft, a draft authorization is first passed by law in Congress and then approved by the president. That only happens if the emergency exceeds the Department of Defense's capability to recruit all volunteer force strength. If all that happens, the Selective Service activates, and there is a national televised and live-streamed lottery to randomly select those of who have been registered based on age. The first in the lottery will be those whose 20th birthday falls during the lottery. If required, additional lotteries are held for those ages 21, 22, 23, 24, 25, 19, and if needed, 18 and a half. You can read more about the Selective Service System at sss.gov. Again, a draft is not likely, but now you have the information. Transitioning away from international news, if you have a federal student loan in default, your child tax credit and actual refund will not be garnished to pay back that debt, at least until November. If you are in that situation, you know the federal government usually and state agencies can garnish your tax refunds to offset any specific debts and student loans that fall into that category. But because of the COVID-19 emergency relief program, the education department says they will not be garnishing any refunds or child tax credits this tax season. If you have one of those loans in default, your funds will not be withheld, wages will not be garnished, and your SSI payments, including Social Security disability, will not be withheld. 
interest will also not accrue and you will not be receiving collection calls or billing statements. This includes federal direct loans, federal family education loans, federal Perkins loans held by the education department, and HEAL loans. Being in default of your student loan means you fall within 275 days behind your payment. The student loan forbearance ends and you will have to start paying your student loans again on May 1st. All the collection programs, garnishments, and offsets on your tax refund will resume six months after that, essentially after November 1st. A spokesperson says Manhattan prosecutors investigating the former president and his company in a criminal probe have resigned. And the Dow Jones dropped more than 800 points after Russia attacked Ukraine. Nick, what do you have for this Friday morning good news? Well, we've had lots of stories of, you know, people saving people, even animals saving people. But how about a bumper sticker? Yes, that's right, a bumper sticker. Because 22-year-old university student Brooke Lacey had started making signs and stickers and all this about, um, you know, trying to help people prevent or trying to help people uh, stay away from suicide and give people, you know, just that one last chance and that one last sign to help them survive. As she had gone through depression herself and survived it and managed to fight through it. So she wanted to do anything that she could to make sure that other people had that same chance. So she made these signs and she started putting them up around railroads and bridges and things like that. And she even made bumper stickers, one of which was on her car. Well, she went to go leave her house one day and she found a note on her windshield wiper. And she just kind of expected it to be, you know, a poor parking note or something like that. But what she ended up finding was a handwritten note from someone who thanked her for those signs and for her bumper sticker as it was their sign to actually su survive and to not go through with committing suicide. So that bumper sticker alone saved someone's life and who knows how many other lives it saved. And the signs that she made read as follows, quote, Please don't take your life today. The world is so much better with you in it more than you realize. Stay, end quote. Nick, you should buy one of these bumper stickers. They're saving lives. It's honestly amazing. It's how, just awesome. It, it's amazing how something so simple and so, you know, so small in, in essence can be a lifesaver and how and, it can just be that one thing that that person needs. Right. Yeah. And I mean, as simple as a bumper sticker, I mean, it really goes to show the most simplest things can, I don't want to say the most simplest, but you know what I'm trying to say. Right. You know, it's just, it doesn't always take this ginormous act or this miracle. Yeah. To that's save what I was trying life. to say. It's, it, it's not that, you know, the big acts and the, I don't want to say the big show, but it right. just can be the world's simplest things, the little littlest efforts, and it's just an awesome story. Yeah, you know, sometimes all these people need, all someone who's going through depression or going through a hard time needs, it's just a sign. 
you know, some kind of sign or some kind of message to tell them that it's going to be okay, that it's going to get better, or that, you know, they matter in this world and they matter to those around them. So it's it's awesome that um, someone who fought through all that is is working so hard to create these little messages and create these signs to help make that happen. Exactly. And that is the end of this Friday morning news episode. We will be back Monday morning with a what to expect this week, along with a Russia-Ukraine update, because I'm sure that is going to be continuing breaking news throughout the weekend and we'll get you caught up on everything you need to know for Monday and what to expect through the week. Make sure you follow us on BBP News' Twitter account for the latest 24-hour breaking news so you are always in the know and check out the Medium articles down below. We have covered everything so far that has gone on with the upcoming 2022 midterm elections, so make sure you check those out. But until Monday morning, have a great weekend, everybody. Bye, guys.